When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. You are now listening to The Cigar Room with co-host Sheldon Williams and Artis Clanton. Yo, and we're back. We're here with our fourth, our fourth episode of The Cigar Room. What's going on, Artis? What's up, man? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Chilling? How's everything? Can't complain, man. How was your weekend? Trying to recover, man. I ain't gonna trying lie to, to you. Trying to recover. Trying to recover on a Tuesday. I that, feel you. That birthday weekend was a little. It, it it was a lot. It was a lot. Was it everything though, man? You turned uh, forty on the twenty first. You had a party uh, mm-hmm. this past weekend, and I I was excited to be there. I seen a lot of family there, a lot of friends there. Joyous celebration. Uh, you had a sneaker ball yep, going yep, on. Yep, um, yep. I kind of just want to get into your outfit changes, man. Because, listen, there was a lot of good things that happened. You, they had, fired. you had a lot of love being shown there. But you did an outfit change. They weren't fired, though? Were the outfits fired? The yeah. outfits were fired. They're fired. Okay, they were fired. Right, right. But you kind of did a Houdini trick when you when you came out of nowhere with the fit on. <laughs> I was like, yo, what is going on? But you look good, man. You look good. I mean, I tried to. I mean, uh, I was trying to make sure that uh, a lot of you guys, you guys as in your black people, want to be late. Uh, for parties, I was trying to make my introduction. I was trying to make my entrance into the party. So I come in with my stylish, you know, floral, red, white, black blazer on. Go ahead, come on the scene with the man right chair, with the confetti blowing up and everything. Yeah, and you did like a little low key music video going on. A little bit, a little bit. You know, I tried to be a rapper back in the day. I will admit though, the the the, the blazers was hard. You had the sneakers going on. Who who did your blazers, bro? Uh, yeah, Hideyoki. Uh, I met okay. him uh, out here, actually here in uh, in Atlanta. I was able to meet him. He does stuff with uh, Sam Samuel Jackson, okay. Ti, the mayor of Atlanta. So he got a big catalog. So I was uh, fortunate enough to kind of cross paths with him, and he hooked me up with uh, my two outfits. So I was grateful for that. Okay, yeah, but all jokes aside, man, it, it, it was a good event, man. I, I, I really had a good time, enjoyed myself. Um, in that party, you had some videos that was being shown. I know your former uh, Duke coach, Coach K, showed some love with the video. Right, right, um, right. Your daughter also had some, some nice and kind words. She kind of joked on you about being old. She did, she old. did, she <laughs> did. But, a couple times, too. But uh, that was very heartfelt, followed by, I think, your mom and your brother, and then the one that I think kind of touched a lot of people in the room, and I'm assuming yourself, was the one for your dad, man. Shout out to, uh, to Uncle Bobby, man. He, he, yeah. He brought a few of them in to tears with them. Yeah, the I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I was not expecting that. I mean, uh, I, I expected him to have issues with sending the video in like he did. A little bit. <laughs> so they had to take a video of the video. But the fact that it was a very heartfelt. Um, but I that was, made it raw, though. That yeah. was fire. Like, the message and then how he even sent it, like, kind of went in together. Like, it was it him. It was just raw emotion. It, yeah, it was and, him. And it was him. So yeah. that's what I was kind of grateful, grateful for because I didn't expect that. Uh, he tried to make, you know, somebody, you know, kind of tear up and everything. But, you know, I held my thing together. You know what I mean? So I wasn't trying to, you know, get all teary-eyed and things like that. But, honestly, it was a blessing. I'm not going to lie to you because uh, I didn't expect my dad to, you know, be saying things like that. Uh, right. 
But it was it was it was, it was great to you know. Nah, man, that's love, man. And, and again, happy birthday to you, brother. Uh, uh, good event, good event, and uh, nice times, man. But before we get into what we get into, you got a shirt on right now. And yeah. I'm, I'm hating a little bit because this shirt says the Cigar Room, which is obviously our right, podcast. Right, I'm hating right, right now. Listen, yeah. if you listen, I'm hating. But it got it's a it's a picture of you, and it was done by somebody that we know very yeah, well. Yeah. Shout and out also, Marty! Shout out Marty! You know, shout out to Marty. But come on, Marty. What? Listen, I'm not that guy, but like I'm that guy. Where am I now? Hey, come hey, on, now. it wasn't your birthday, man. It wasn't your. Oh, birthday. Oh, so it's a birthday. It you a birthday, didn't say that. Yeah. You didn't say that. It was a birthday gift. Oh, okay, that makes yeah, more sense. Yeah, okay, there. yeah. Was, All right, well. It was I a birthday gift, but I'm yeah. still expecting more. <laughs> no, nah, it was a birthday gift, so it was uh, pretty cool to actually uh, open this up and see this. And Marty, he did his thing. He did his thing, so yeah, I appreciate this, Marty. Yeah, hey, whatever, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we are here. We This episode is presented by Bet Online. The last of the major pro sports league kicks off this week, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL and college football, and NHL in full swing, Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head over to Bet Online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-B to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, all right. So shout out to uh, Bet Online for sponsoring. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get right into our cigar talk, all right? We have an actual unique cigar uh, today. We have somebody that we know, our cousin of ours. Who owns the company called Rare Occurrence? All right, Rare oh, Occurrence. Yeah. These, these her cigars. Yep, yep, yep. She oh, hand rolls these uh, herself personally. All right. So yeah, she already uh, right she been telling me that she does her own cigars, and okay. uh, she came to the party, was uh, able to bless me with a couple of cigars. So oh, I got you fire. one as well. But you know, yeah, she hands rolls. Uh, she hand rolls the cigars. They're Nicaraguan tobacco from a fused, mild, and robust and Maduro. Uh, she researches all the leaves herself, and she samples them before she even puts them on the market. You can get catch these for about ten dollars. Oh, that's not bad at she all. She has a uh, rare occurrence on IG as well as Facebook. So go ahead and uh, look her up again. This is a uh, rare occurrence. Her name is Sean Griffin. No, all that's right? not bad at all. I think I'm going ahead and light mine up. Go ahead, light it up here. You go ahead, go start. Uh, start Spark it up. that thing up. While you go ahead and start that thing off, um, we're going to go ahead and talk about. College football, all right? College football. We are now in week eight, all right? Yeah, so, got, um, something about the something about Penn State and Ohio State. Yeah, so I got about five games I'm going to talk about. Okay. You know, um, I was very excited for week eight. You know, we had number seven Penn State playing against number three Ohio State, Big Ten uh, conference game. And I was expecting more of a game. And it was kind of an ugly game. They wind up uh, Ohio State wind up winning twenty to twelve at home. Then you had UCF against OU, and OU always does this. I'm a big fan of OU. If you don't know already, OU always does this. We have a big game. We'll win like we did last time right. against Texas. Right. And then it's always something happens the next game. And this game right here was no. It, it was the same. It was uh, us playing against UCF, mm-hmm. tied up. 17-17 at half, 
and then we didn't score again until the fourth quarter to come back and win the game, uh, 31-29. Then you had Alabama, number 11 Alabama, play against number 17 Tennessee, which was a good game up until maybe the fourth quarter where Tennessee wound up having a stretch where they fumbled the ball, they got a t- touchdown, pushed the lead, and had another mistake and wind up losing to Alabama 34-20. Then my Dukies, who were playing during the party, number 16 Duke playing against number four Florida State. The oh, wow. first half, they was 20-17 to 17, the first half. I'm over here talking all kinds of noise at the party. I remember that in the party. All it kinds of like noise. breaking yeah. the action. Man, like, we up. We, hey, we up. That. Yes, yes. I was like, we up. We up. <laughs> I told, what I told you, I said, give us some time. <laughs> give us some time. Give but, us some but the time. thing is, we were there uh, all the way up until the fourth quarter, all right? And then Florida State didn't score again until the fourth quarter, and Duke didn't recover. They wind up losing 38-20. to 20. And then the last game was number 14, Utah, versus number 18, USC. Utah beats USC 34-32. to 32. Caleb, who's supposed to be this Heisman Trophy candidate favorite, had 24 and 34, 256 yards, but no thrown touchdowns as he rushed for one touchdown. So I'm not sure with them losing back-to-back games now, does he fall out of the Heisman race or not? But it's week eight. I'm not sure who's else, who else is like, you know, up there for the Heisman race, right. but the fact that he's lost now back-to-back games, he, and he was the favorite coming in. I think that kind of stains it a little bit, um, him having two kind of back-to-back bad games. But I think the real test will be on uh, the third game. If he continues to play like this going forward, especially in the next game, mm-hmm. then I think you can kind of make that comment about him falling out of uh, Heisman contention. But since, you know, he probably is realizing, like, I need to have a good game, I think his next game, and I'm not sure where they play, we'll look that up for you guys. But I think he, he knows that, and he goes into this next one and, and becomes the Heisman uh, candidate that we think he could be, you know? so yeah, I mean, this is also the same guy who we're talking about. He only got like five, six teams that he's going to go to. Otherwise, he can come back right. to college. And now he's not playing as right. well. Right. You can't really talk all like that yeah. and, you, and, you, and you're not playing well at the same time. Yeah. But, I mean, right. he does have the upper hand. He's been highly touted for the last couple of years now, and he, he can kind of talk like that. I mean, there's nobody pretty much in his <laughs> league, but you still got to perform. You still got to show up. Like, come on. Right, bro. right. Yeah, you would think that. You would think that. So, yeah, but, I think he has a bounce-back game next week. But your, uh, your Georgia Bulldogs had a bye week as well as uh, Colorado as well, too. So and The champions had a bye week, so <laughs> we'll be back to whoop some ass next week. So All right. <laughs> College basketball. All right, so there's not a lot going on in college basketball, especially men's basketball, but I will say the big news that happened this week, Duke had extended John Shire, Coach John Shire, for an additional six years through 2029. I'm through 2029. He was eight seasons at Duke as assistant. I mean, he was a four-year player at uh, Duke, won a championship, eight seasons assistant under Coach K, entering his third year as a head coach. And last weekend was countdown to craziness. All right. If you don't know about Countdown to Craziness, it's our version of Midnight Madness. Right. So we have big time recruits coming to town. The biggest recruit, Cooper Flag, number one player who reclassified to come out this year versus the the following year. And he comes to Duke. I was hoping to kind of get some good news uh, Sunday morning that he you know committed, but he's taking his time. You know that's what you know. know, Yes, he should. That's that's what these kids do. That's what these kids do. So he's taking his time. Uh, the fact that uh, he's one of them, like he definitely he's is. He's one of them. Is. He he deserves to take his time. If you don't know about Cooper Flag, he's like the equivalent of on the level at least when Zion was kind of coming there. Not 
not the same physical talents, yeah, not the okay, same okay, okay, type of player, okay. but the hype around who that player was coming into your uh, potentially coming to your school or whatever. That's similar. Yeah, right? yeah. He's that. So he's like that. That type in. of ty- uh, hype. Yeah, that I, type I, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's down to two schools: uh, UConn and you know UConn, who won it last year, and Duke. Right. It was kind of funny because say, uh, yeah, <laughs> they had uh, posted a picture, and he was with UConn on his visit. He had a three star trophies, and right. he's doing you know this right here. He comes down to Duke, and he has a plethora of uh, trophies. Like I've seen that picture. It looked kind of AI-generated, though, right? What you mean? He actually really took that picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the same pose and everything. It looked yeah. like they just kind of cropped it out and, like, put it together I, 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 and then you posted it. He, made, he probably could have uh, you, you know got what? Intel on I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't really read into it like that. I just kind of looked at it in the lab. How not, though? It looks I, I eerily laugh. similar to the... I was like, no, because, I mean, we got a lot of trophies that are trying to fit in one picture. Mm, that's how I that's took it. That's how I took no, it. Yeah, yeah. So that's how no, I took it. No, like, I, I was saying, yeah, we got a lot of a lot of um, trophies. But um, why he, he took that picture of UConn and Duke said, "Hold my drink, watch this picture." Boom. And then I was kind of laughing about that. But you know, Duke number two uh, going into the season this year, they opened up against Dartmouth, uh, but they have a secret uh, scrimmage against number twenty-two uh, Villanova. But this year they start off the season. They play against four ranked teams this season. You have number 12, Arizona, number 4, Michigan State, number 20, Baylor, and number 14, Arkansas, who are all going to be tough you know, um, tough challenges, especially early on in the, in the season before they even get to ACC play. So it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting to see how things kind of roll off um, during the, school, the start of the year, especially with our freshmen, because we have a lot of freshmen that's kind of trying to gel with our guys and right. We're going to see how that works. We're going to see how that I'm works. I'm excited to get this college uh, excuse me, college basketball season started, man. That, that's, that's a big thing that's going to happen this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and move on to NFL talk, all right? So we have our NFL um, teams that played in week seven. Start off with Thursday night game. Oh, man, we don't know how the Chiefs and uh, – who they play, the Chargers? Oh, it's, it's a bad game. That's why I didn't pick them. I didn't pick them. But you, you jump yeah, back. But Mahomes had a, had a breakout – I'm jumping ahead, but yeah, yeah, you jumping ahead. We gotta have that. We gotta mention. We gotta mention the goat of quarterbacks. But go ahead. Uh, Week seven, uh, Thursday night game. You had number. You had Jags, who's now five and two, and Saints, who are now three and four. There was questions about uh, Trevor Lawrence's knee coming into the game, but when he came, he played. He was running the ball. He looked Mm -hmm. good. Trevor had uh, threw twenty to twenty nine, two hundred four yards, one touchdown. He threw a forty four yard. Pass, which was a go ahead. Now that was uh, two weeks. Um, he came back. Yeah, he came back. That was uh, go ahead touchdown with three minutes left to Kirk. But then uh, what was crazy was they had a chance. Um, Saints had a chance to come back and uh, beat them. And uh, I don't know his name. Eighty-seven. He he was wide open. Dropped the pass in the corner of the end zone, and uh, he felt bad. He stayed after the game while everybody was walking off. Timmy's had to come back and. You know, help them out, help them out, and everything. But the Jags won 31-24, their fourth straight win. My fantasy player Travis Etienne, he went off on first Jazz player, Jags player to score two rushing touchdowns in three straight games, which was crazy for me because uh, I had a, a good week. But did you know that Sunday was chill? National Tight Ends Day. National Tight Ends Day, Paul. Yes, yes. Na- <laughs> National Tight Ends Day. That's what I'm saying. We can't not mention the Chiefs when what, what, no, we gonna Kelsey get to the, go we, crazy. We're we going to go to the Chiefs. You're jumping ahead right now. Got her for the 49ers went a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got um, 
Now, yesterday was, I mean, sorry, Sunday was National Tight Ends Day. Okay. All right? uh, and it was crazy because they kept blowing that, that name up, that name up. Yeah. And it seemed like you know, when I was watching the Ravens and the Lions play, it seemed like they was trying to get Mark to get, Andrews yeah. the ball all the time, all the time, whatever. And I was hyped for that game because the Lions were 5-1 and one going to that game. Right. And they was playing against, you know, obviously Lamar, who's MVP talk right now. And they both now five and two, but the fact he went crazy was twenty one for twenty seven, three hundred fifty seven yards, three touchdowns, and I mean the the game was away. I mean the game was over by halftime. It was twenty eight to zero at halftime. They had four touchdowns before the Lions had one first down. I mean, look, they went crazy, thirty eight to six. I mean, listen, two teams that people thought were kind of close and 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 talent wise to get shellac like that. On national tight ends, they what do you have the stats on? Uh, so Mark Andrews, what he Mark Andrews with? had six targets, four receptions, sixty-three yards, and two touchdowns. All right, Ravens win, like you they said. Got the message. And then the next game was Browns. Browns beat the Colts 39-38. That's probably the best game of this uh, of the day. And uh, Browns Miles Garrett had eighty-one sacks, uh, most sacks by any player. He beat out legendary Reggie White. You saying you got eighty-one total now? Eighty-one, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's, Miles Garrett is a complete and he's beast. Young. I and mean, he's young. He's young, yeah, but he's, he's young. a complete beast. He's who they think Michael Parsons is on your Cowboys. That's two different positions. Two different positions. But I'm saying they still are uh, quarterback seekers. Like they still going after the quarterback. Like Miles Garrett is on a different level when it comes to that. So, so is my uh, Michael uh, Michael Michael Parsons as well too. Though I'm sorry, I think you take Miles. You wouldn't take Miles Garrett over Michael Parsons. It's two different positions. If, if you had the opportunity, Miles don't play. Uh, but he still. They still. Miles don't play in the back. He plays on the line. He's but they line up Michael Parsons on Michael the line Parsons plays everywhere. He plays everywhere. Everywhere. But when it comes to getting to the quarterback, usually when they really want Michael to be when they say when they speak about Michael being Michael, they speak about him going and getting to the quarterback. Like wherever that's lined up at, that's what they want him to be. Miles Garrett wherever, is that. Wherever Michael lines up at is two people like, He's hey, dangerous. Michael is go dangerous in a lot of areas. But when they need him to be dangerous, they speaking on him and being in position to go get the quarterback. That's all I'm saying. And you know that's what you have. And this is okay. all I'm saying. Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett is that dude. He had 81. So is uh, set a record. So so is Michael. Uh, but the fact we'll that uh, what about Deshaun Watson? He came out. He was one for five. Started trash. He had an interception. Two hundred thirty guaranteed. Yeah, he had one play at the end of um, before he got hurt. Mm. It should have been another interception. He wound up having a. They said concussion. I he, think something going but on. But he. With him. he, he passed the concussion. T- concussion. He passed, passed it, but didn't get back in the game. But he, the coach held him out. They were talking about maybe his shoulders still bother him because, you know, he set out last, uh, last week. But the backup quarterback, P.J. Walker, who now has won Can't two games in a row for the Browns, does that put some pressure on the Browns to be like, hey, I know he's fully guaranteed with 230, but do we sit him down and uh, ride out P.J. Walker? If I'm the Browns, there's absolutely no way I ride out with that guy. I mean, I don't even know his name. I'm calling him that guy, but I didn't. PJ Walker, that guy gave Deshaun gave two Watson back-to-back wins. Two hundred, I think, thirty-four million guaranteed. I gotta ride it out now. I'm not gonna have a two thirty-four two hundred and thirty-four million dollar guaranteed quarterback not playing for the rest of the season. Hurt I, or not hurt, you need to get back in this game. I understand. They made a huge but investment. The way he played, so as an organization, I don't see them doing that. The way he played, he's though? playing good, but this is our future, and we just paid him as our future. But maybe, maybe, maybe I don't see it beyond a realm of possibility because if you're looking at the future, you're looking at Deshaun Washington and wanting him to be healthy going forward past this year. But I don't see them making that big investment and then having him sit on the bench. I, I'm just saying, I don't see it. they put a lot of 
investment into him. Yeah, two hundred thirty-four. With the sitting out, with the sitting out, I thought it was two thirty, but um, with the sitting, with the sitting out of him being suspended, of him uh, trying to get back into the the swing of things, because it, it does take a little bit when you don't play for a whole year, uh, whether it's basketball, or football. It does take a little bit to kind of get back into game rhythm, because you can't really simulate game rhythm two thirty when you're not doing anything else on on the field. So the fact that P.J. Walker, who I mentioned, second game in a row. He had 15 at 32, 178 yards, one interception, scoring a touchdown with 15 seconds left to win the game. That right there, I mean, it was a controversial call uh, that last um, drive because they, yeah. they had two calls go for the Browns, and they wound up scoring the, the touchdown to win the game. But the fact that I'm like, are the Browns, who are now 4-2, and two, with Watson is 2-2, two and two. Does that have a conversation going on? But hey, PJ Walker, he uh, might be that under guy. Any sit other down. circumstance, I think it's a conversation to be had for sure. Under this specific situation, I don't think they. I don't even think they think like that. I think they are happy with the wins, but I think they're giving Deshaun Watson a little bit more leeway, a little bit more time to kind of correct the things in the crowd. And I truly feel like he's injured. I feel like he's dealing with some things that. He is not over week to week. I mean, the way he and, threw it, the first five passes. Yeah, I, I saw that, yeah. yeah but, but, I mean. They still put it out, so shout out. Pulled the game out, so shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next game, uh, the Bills, the struggling Bills. They now 4-3. and three. They lost to ah, they a 1-5 Patriots. Now 2-5. But the Patriots coming into this game didn't have no expectations. Terrible. You know, of, you know, winning this game. And the fact that Josh Allen, who was 27-41, 265 uh, yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He he played he played well. He had one uh, he had one long bomb to uh, Stephen Diggs, and yeah. Stephen Diggs kind of right. missed it. Whatever. That's my fantasy receiver. So I was kind of mad about that. But Mac Jones, who everybody was talking about bad about all year, yeah. had a really good game. Twenty five of thirty passing, two hundred seventy two yeah, yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. All right. He just hit him. He don't play like that all the time. Though. That's no, the no, only thing with him. He didn't play like that all year. I mean, they was one to five up until that point. So the fact that he played like that, and on top of that, they was talking about uh, Belichick. Is he too old? It's time passed. He's too old. He he signed a secret extension before the season. It just now came he out. Signed a secret extension. It just now came out. He signed a secret ext- extension before that, uh, before the uh, the the season. A and secret it, and extension. It, it I've just now, yeah. <laughs> it just now came out. Uh, he won his 300th game. Only three coaches have ever done that, Don Shula and George Hollis. And he is now that third guy. So all the backlash. So there's been secret old. extensions before? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm secret sure. extension? And, um, you know, all the backlash about him being too old, him not having Tom Brady, uh, him trying to take over the GM and the coaching spot. He needed to do one and Sign all this stuff. So multi-year contract extension with mm-hmm. the New England Patriots. Multi year, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people was calling for his head to and, be for him to be done this year, and he got multiple he said, years yeah, left. I don't know about y'all, but uh, I'm gonna right. be here a few mm-hmm. more years. And obviously, uh, Robert Kraft is in agreement. So, yeah, yeah, he's there for the foreseeable future. He definitely is. He definitely is. But I, mean, I think he is past his, especially with his ways. I think he's just past his. May, maybe his ways. Maybe he need go ahead and stick to uh, not doing GM and yeah. uh, coaching, just doing one or the other, uh, and kind of let some other people kind of take that uh, the ownership and trying to. You know, go from there, but uh, I think you just got to start filming more practices, filming more practices, and maybe filming? just kind of 
deflating the balls again. Like when it, <laughs> when that era was going on, they couldn't lose. Well, well, filming the practice was that them? Yeah, that was them filming uh, the practice. Okay, it was a lot okay. of teams, I think, but I think they got caught, obviously, and it was because it was the filming of the practices. Yeah, because they knew they knew the plays and all that, and they was figuring out how they got the plays because they okay. were seeing somebody. And then he got caught, like I think, in like 2017, 2016, right before uh, Tom had left. Um, it was a situation where a, a guy was caught that was a Patriots representative. Okay, stands filming one of. I, I think I'm getting confused with the Houston uh, Astros stealing uh, play oh, calls. Too, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, 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 he needs to get unless he's going to go back to those tactics. You know, switch it up a little bit. <laughs> All right, so you got next game uh, since we're here in Atlanta. We got Atlanta Falcons, who are now four and three, leading the division. Leading their division, how crazy is that? I'm a fan, and they are they beat uh, who is now three and three Tampa Bay, uh, sixteen to thirteen. It was a nasty, ugly game. You know, it wasn't anything about you know a lot of pretty offense or anything like that. It was just a nasty game. Uh, three fumbles by quarterback Desmond Ritter, who yeah. was leading the league in turnovers with eleven turnovers right now. Yeah. He was nineteen twenty-five, two hundred fifty yards, one rush touchdown. Right. I like Atlanta. I mean, they got a lot of young talent. Um, I think in the foreseeable future, we'll be, you know, a team that's back in conversations for being like a decent team. I mean, it's going to take some time. But I, the quarterback, and that's to be expected, all these turnovers leading the league and all that. Um, he's taking over for Mariota from last year, who was god-awful. But a couple years, bro, we'll, we'll be back in contention. So if that's to be expected, this next game – Miami versus Philly. Miami, who's now 5-2 and two, and Philly 6-1. So if that's to be expected, Jalen Hurts is number two in turnovers. Devin Ritter is number one. Jalen Hurts is number two with 10 right now. All right? So it was a battle of the former Bama uh, teammates with Hurts and Tua. And Tua. Miami came in the game with 30 touchdowns, six games in. That's the most in Super Bowl history in six games. Tua had, Go ahead. Tua uh, threw 23 of 32, 216 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. And his uh, former college teammate, Jalen Hurts, threw 23 of 31, 279 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and one fumble to make that 10 turnovers for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people don't know that uh, Jalen Hurts had took over for Tua back in Alabama when Tua kind of went down with some injuries and then when Tua got back healthy, they replaced him they again. They got rid of him. They yeah, got yeah. rid of him with, uh, you know, making him the starting quarterback again. And I think this was their, I think it was their first or second time. Was well, this their first meetup since then? Uh, maybe. But I think it was their first meetup since you then. Know where but went afterwards, right? It was the battle of, uh, you know, who was actually better. Like, who was actually, was I supposed to be replaced by you? Was I supposed to get my starting job back? And I think Jalen Hurts saying it without saying it was like, yeah, even though, because they won that game. Um, they won that game, and you know the conversation leads. Is it is is he was did yeah. they make the wrong decision? Right? They, they they won that game. He got a paycheck. You know he left him with Oklahoma. He had to go oh, ahead. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Lord, that's court, why he brought that up. Quarterback you over there. Quarterback you. Um, but he had a chance to go to Oklahoma, get his stuff right, and uh, he had a really good year for them. And then again, another tight end who went off with them. You know, was uh, Dallas Goddard. Oh, um, he went crazy. Five uh, five receptions, seventy seven yards, another uh, a touchdown for another tight end day. AJ Brown went crazy too. Um, AJ Brown went uh, went crazy. Uh, Philly beats it. Uh, Philly beats them thirty one seventeen. So I don't really like talking about Philly like that, but I feel like Philly trying trying to get ready for my Cowboys in a couple weeks. It's not no trying to get ready. They will they, beat no, your Cowboys. They, they trying to get ready for my Cowboys. You know they traded for uh, safety Kevin Byard. People try to get ready. For uh, 
from Tennessee, they, they pro bowler, like pro that. bowler from uh, Tennessee Titans. They wind up uh, uh, also picking up Julio Jones in the uh, in a free agency. So like, no, they trying to get ready to play against my Cowboys and everything. But you know, it's it's all good. We, we're gonna see what's gonna happen in two weeks. But the game that you want to talk about now, we're here: the Chiefs and the Chargers. All right. I didn't want Chiefs. to talk about them. I just wanted to point out how freaking phenomenal the tandem, the dynamic duo looked in last week's game. All right. I mean, they absolutely showed out, bro. This now 6-1 Chiefs versus 2-4 uh, and four Chargers. Justin Herbert, 17-30, 259 yards, one touchdown, but two interceptions. Uh, he had one uh, touchdown to his tight end, another tight end for tight end day, Gerald Everett, who had three receptions, 26 yards, and one touchdown. But on the other end, uh, the other end, Mahomes, 32 of 42, 424 yards, four touchdowns and one interception. Elite. He gave Kelsey his 50th touchdown. Elite. The fourth most by quarterback uh, tight end duo. All right. Kelsey had 13 targets, 12 receptions, 179 yards, 143 at halftime. What's crazy is another stat that people w- was talking about because it was on national TV, not the Amazon. So they show it, uh, you know, Taylor Swift all the time. But they even show when, her highlights, bro. When you pull up the game, yeah, 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 yeah. Highlights, it's, it's NFL. I'm like, telling you, it shows her. Amazon don't do that. I'm Amazon like, doesn't do that. But uh, in the presence of Taylor Swift, he's averaging 108 yards a game. All right, when she's not in town, he's only averaging 47. How crazy is that? And then on top of that, did you see? Uh, That's a coincidence. Did you see, That's uh, just a stat line they want to include. Uh, Kelsey Taylor scores, Swift. and they like. Uh, Brittany Holmes, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, that was the most awkward. I like hand shake, hand clap. I was like, um, the cabbage pay. What do girls do back in the day? I don't know, but I was like Taylor Swift. You do this for a living. You, you know, they could have came up with something. and things like that. I'm like, come on now, you can do something better than that. They could have came up with something. If we gonna celebrate, and if I'm Travis Kelsey, I'm talking to her. You know, in when we get home, like, look, if you're gonna be doing it, you're gonna have to come up with a new routine. Football practice players practice their routines all the time. He could go in there and practice a routine where her, her and uh, Mahomes' wife can get together and, <laughs> and come up with something. What was that? I don't know. Come I mean, on, bro. the thing is, uh, get it together. They was over here talking about how bad, you know, Brittany Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes' wife, was always trying to be in the limelight. Now she got somebody to be in the limelight with. Oh, it's going to get ugly. And I'm like, hey, you can do something better than that. That's your first. Uh, you know, uh, if we're going to bust out with the routine, first time <laughs> is your first aired on freaking NFL right, Network, right, right. we're going to be in here practicing some type of routine. They look absolutely crazy. Listen, it was it was cool to look at, but, like, I mean, y'all ain't do no spin. Y'all ain't do no <laughs> – listen, I, I've never seen a Taylor Swift concert or been to one, rather, or seen her perform. Not I don't know Swifty? how much choreography she's doing. Yeah, Swifty. No, I'm a Swifty because I, I just don't want the hate. But at the, <laughs> at the same time, like, come on now, y'all. Listen, a little practice. Yeah, yeah. She's at every game, so you you around them, obviously. I side, oh, side could have did that. They showing the rings for the. Oh yeah, for uh, Denver. Side note. Yeah, That's just for the game. audience, man. We're looking at uh, obviously it's NBA opener as well, so we're watching the. We're gonna get that too. Uh, ring ceremony for the Denver Nuggets and uh, uh, versus the Los Angeles Lakers. So, so they getting their rings, man. Shout out to them. The, the next uh, next game was the Monday night game: 49ers versus the Minnesota Vikings. 49ers who missed their first kick. Well, it's the same Lord. kicker who missed the kick to win the game last week. Missed the first kick this week yeah, as he well. Moody. and Yeah, Moody. And you have Jordan Ennis Addison uh, right before half had a 60-yard reception. This is crazy. It was an interception. Mm-hmm. Like Kirk uh, Cousins threw an interception. And, and then dudes just ripped him. 
And and I, I've never seen it. I said they did that it. twice in the game, though. He <laughs> had it where he picked him off, and in that same duo, uh, he, he it ended up being the reverse where he was able to catch the receiver that was getting thrown the ball was able to catch it, but it was a tussle for it um, late in the game. But that, that I had wild. never yeah, seen yeah, where, that was wild. I mean, he just snatched it from him. Yeah, that, and then ran off. And you want your players to be like that tough and that aware right. of the actual game that's going on. But I had never seen that before. Like, wow, that, you yeah. literally legit just took it from them. That, that, that was crazy to me. And too. I thought, you know, I thought that was going to be like the momentum that they needed. But turns back around, they uh, 49ers get the ball uh, right after that turnover. And McCaffrey ends up running and fumbles and giving it right back to right, him. Right. And then uh, Kirk Cousins just capitalized from there, I believe. And they were able to come down and score that time. But. I had never seen that. That was, that was a crazy sequence of uh, of, of plays, man. Uh, speaking of uh, McCaffrey, CMC, he, scored again. Uh, he was supposed to be in the MVP talks, and he's now back-to-back games where he didn't play well. Now I know he, he got hurt last Because he has a streak of like scoring touchdowns. Oh, yeah, he so a, he's still doing this. He thing. had a touchdown. But had, not, they lost it last He had 15 rushing yards, 45 total, one touchdown, one fumble. He had three yards. Yeah, that's not bad. He had three yards in the third quarter before this happened. But I still gave you a tud, though. I'm saying 45 yards. That, the yardage is that's terrible. That's not MVP numbers, though. That's yardage is terrible. But if you was, like, watching a game, Brock Purdy was doing his thing, throwing the ball, so they didn't really need Do, him Doing as, his thing? You know what I'm saying? Brock Purdy was, yeah, I mean. Brock Purdy played a decent He, he was 21 to 30. He a pick at the end. No, 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 no. Uh, he was 21 to 30, 272 that's yards. Bad. One touchdown, two interceptions. This this is now, one this one is, of them was late in the game. This is now back to back. This is now back to back games where he didn't have an interception at all. Well, my point I'm trying to make is games. they didn't need McCaffrey as much on the ground because they were doing pretty decent in the air. And when they did need McCaffrey, he gave him a tub. So like he he's still to me in MVP talks because it's still a streak you of him so? scoring uh, touchdowns every game. So I, I don't it know. wasn't his best, you know, his best effort. But I mean, he still did what he needed. Question to do. is. Now, the San Francisco for Niners might be. the real Brock Purdy? Is this the real Brock Purdy? But he not playing. Ter- last, that last game, if you watch the game, it wasn't terrible performance from him. I don't even count that last interception because that was like a last-ditch effort to try to win a game. But I'll give you that. I'll give he, you that. He, he, looked, he looked like he's in game uh, seven. What was they? They're five and two now. He looked like he's in game seven. But like I expect a bounce back from Brock Purdy. I expect a bounce back from Christian McCaffrey. They just dropped the last two. That's kind of like the Caleb Williams situation where this third game, we're not, we not dropping three in a row. So I expect him to come back next week and uh, look like the 49ers we've seen in the past or earlier this year. So, All right, so what about uh, my guy on the other side of the ball? He was, uh, Who's that? He's my fantasy quarterback. Kirk Cousins looked like the world beater, 35-45. First Cousins. Hey, 378 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. I was watching that game, and the whole time I was like, he's going to turn into the Kirk Cousins. Uh, just give it a second. Give it a second. It's going to happen. And shout out to Kirk Cousins. He didn't do that. He <laughs> played a great game. Um, he definitely did the things he needed to do. That one pick, as you mentioned in the first quarter, uh-huh. wasn't in his fault. But since then and, out, and thereafter, he was able to have a, a pretty decent game. A lot of passes to the rookie wide receiver, Addison. They looked like they had made a mm-hmm. good connection this mm-hmm. last game. Um he made the clutch throws, uh, touchdown passes that like that he need to do, and he looked like he looked like Kirk Cousins, not first cousin. So shout out to him. <laughs> I right. like Kirk though. A lot of people give him flack, and rightfully so. He's you know he kind of doesn't show up in the big game. This wasn't a big game, but it was it, it was a big it was game. A game that they it needed. Was, to it win. was a big game. It was it was. Um, and he did his thing. So, so we'll go right into uh, NFL picks. All right. 
Uh, we picked a few games for next week. The starting one is going to be the Bucks versus the Bills. All right. Man, I don't know. I mean, the way the Bills, my my heart is telling me to go with the Bills, but my gut is saying they might not. You know, they might not make it out. So I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Bucks for this one. Man. All right. I'm gonna go Bills, man. Uh, okay. Cowboys and Rams. Cowboys and Rams. Uh, I think the Cowboys get them one. I hate to <laughs> hate to be on your side with this one, but I think they get them one with the Rams. All right, Patriots and Miami. I'm going Miami in the blowout. In a blowout. I think that the Pats they lived up to uh, their best game they probably play all year in last week, and I think they get routed next week in uh, Miami. All right, Browns and Seahawks. Um, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks on this one. Okay. I like the way Geno's playing. They looking good out there. I, um, I don't really trust the Browns to put out a decent effort with their quarterback situation. This All right. I'm go with them. Go with the Seahawks. Falcons and Titans? Hey, I got to go with the home team. ATL, the Falcons. ATL. Let's go. All right. And the last one is Bengals and 49ers. I, as I said earlier, I'm going to go with the 49ers. I think they don't drop uh, three in a row. Um, I think they route the Bengals. I'm, I'm going uh, I'm going Bengals. Yeah, Bengals. Okay. All right. Let's, let's make sure we. <laughs> yeah, I got, sure I got, it, written got it written down. Got it written down. All right. You going to go with the Bengals on the NBA right started tonight. NBA. NBA started tonight. We finally yeah, back. Yeah, I perk up when we talk about the league. Hey, man. hey, hey we finally back. We finally back. All right. Uh, the first game, um, as we said before, we were kind of watching a little bit of the uh, Lakers and the uh, Denver start intros. It's to their the, ring ceremony. The ring game. ceremony. And now they get ready to start with the warm-ups. But uh, we got Lakers and Denver. All right. They had their first game tonight. Who it's a you, lot to unpack, though, who, before who, we get into that. This right. is LeBron's 21st year. 21. Come on. We got to talk about it, man. Did you, I mean, seen, you seen the commercial? I've seen the commercial. He's uh, kind of hitting. So if you haven't seen the commercial, he's doing another commercial where he's working out. He has both his sons, um, his oldest, Bronny, and his youngest, Bryce, in the commercial. And he's kind of hitting towards – Possibly playing with Bryce. Obviously, Bryce is the younger one. He's still in high school right now. Mm-hmm. So, as LeBron entered his 21st year, he's kind of insinuating like, hey, I might be in this thing till 25, 26 years. Hey. I don't see it happening, but uh, what a legacy that would be. If, if anybody can do that it. can happen. He can do it. If anybody can do it, he can do it. He could do it, but, I mean, I don't well, know. Why, why'd you roll your eyes? You got the you have his jersey on. Why did you roll his, your eyes? Well, the audience can have... see that I got the jersey hey, on. Hey, they can hey, see hey, I have hey, a Lakers jersey. Boom. There you go. <laughs> hey, man, my Kobe jersey would not be worn. I would not disrespect the goat like that. His jersey don't get worn. But now, now you can see it. Now you can see it. But um, going back to the Lakers, it. my question for you is, is this the year AD says what he – Supposed to do as far as taking over the team. LeBron expects him to take over the team. LeBron wants him to take over the team. When he recruited him, he said, hey, y'all got me at this level for maybe one or two years. After that, this is AD's team. We haven't seen that yet. What I do not know. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like this, right? I don't think he have it in him. I don't think he... He may want to do it, but some people can want to do things, but just don't have... You know, they just don't... Possess the ability to actually just be that mentally and physically. I don't so, think AD. I, I'm look, a, shout out to AD, great player, but I don't think he has it in him, bro. I, I'm gonna say it like this. I think it's like, all right, LeBron's gonna be like AD before the season. 
this is really now your year. Like, wait, <laughs> This is really now your year. You know what I mean? But not, really we, we, expect, we, like, <laughs> not, not him really wanting Right, that right, right, right. Like, hey, it's all set up for you now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play 82 games. That's my goal. That's my goal. Please, please. See, I don't think LeBron is saying that, winking his eye like, I'm still going to be that guy. I think LeBron legit wants to not be in the number one yes, role on the team. because like, he got he, 21 years on him. His body's like, yo, I can't if, keep caring, y'all. I'm, I'm 21 years in. I can't keep doing this. I know I keep saying I'm, you know, Superman or Mega Man or whatever, but I can't be doing this and still be trying to play with my sons. That's my, that's my goal. I mean, that's his goal, whatever. Right. I, he can't keep doing that, playing 40 some uh, minutes a night. Right. Do you think, uh, do you think, I know it's, listen, the game hadn't even started yet. We're talking about it um, now as it's actually going on live. But do you think, uh, he will be able to get him another ring before we retire. Look, he's in year 21. He's played a long time. He's got four rings. Do you think he gets one more before the I sun starts coming in and we start, you know, giving him the parade? I think, I think way out of here. if it's going to happen, it has to be this year. I don't think it's going to be after this year. It has to be this year. It has to be this year. This if is it, the last, like. Yes, I don't think it's going to be another 25-plus points a game from LeBron. After this year, I think it will kind of go down. Tail off. Yeah, I think it'll be a tail off. I don't think it'll be a. I feel like he I don't think it'll be a huge tail off. Last year, he still averaged over twenty. True, but in year it twenty, wasn't the same. It, he didn't look the same as as for previous years. So he looks back same, to the but question. Twenty. <laughs> twenty. I, LeBron can get twenty in his sleep though. But like, what type of twenty is that? Like, is it twenty when it count? Is it? Hey, twenty is still I twenty. You, I gave you fifteen. When we the saw game was just earning. We saw LeBron against uh, this team uh, last year when he was going all out, balls to the wall, for three quarters. And he got tired out in the fourth quarter because AD and nobody else was helping him. He had, what, 30-something points in three quarters? And well, that's then, what I'm saying. That's why I posed the question. And AD don't have to step It was just gassed out. Like, yo, I'm thinking, like, I can at least take a breather here and there, but nobody's actually, you know, here to actually help him. And that's the thing that sucks about LeBron. But we kind of got off topic right now. But yeah, that's, cool. um, that's the first game, Lakers and uh, Denver. Who you got there before we go to the next one? Who you got? I'm, I'm going to go with Denver. I'm going to go with Lakers because I think Denver going to have uh, – you saw how Aaron Gordon came in. I think they got the championship uh, hangover right now. So, I think uh, they're not going to I think re- they want to send a message again. Like, this was I, no fluke because a, a lot of people last year were saying, like, y'all beat them when, we, so, when they were down, me, injuries and all that came me, into play. Me, and I think they proved a message like, hey, it was, wasn't no fluke. We were supposed to be in the finals where we were. We beat y'all to get there, and they beat let me, them. To, let me, let me tell I'm you a this. Lakers fan, though. Like, shout out to the Lakers. <laughs> Are you, though? Are you, though? Uh, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, I don't really follow him, so the ones – uh, Joker, uh-huh. the ones that I saw, the videos that I've seen over the past summer, I never saw him touch a ball. So I don't know if he's even in shape right now to be able to do that. This I what think that's what people say. No, 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 but, but listen, listen, listen. When I when I played, when I played, a lot of veterans didn't yes. turn. No, no, they, they didn't start getting in shape until after Labor Day, and they would use preseason to kind of get themselves in shape. And then kind of go from there. I, I think this man picked up a basketball since. since I, I, I hope so, but uh, we'll see how, how he looks when he uh, starts up the game. But I, I didn't see him do that. And I know we're in a culture where everybody's like, oh, look at me, look what I'm doing, that type thing. I understand that. He might be more private, but hey, I want to you know, chill with my horses and you know, do my Serbian clubs and things like that. I mean, that's what he has out there. So, okay. But um, 
The next game is going to be uh, Suns versus Warriors. This is a game that I'm kind of interested in, but it comes on at 10 o'clock tonight, so I'm not sure how much interest I'm going to have in it. But at least I'll see the first quarter, maybe even the second quarter. But the fact that Chris Paul is playing against his old team, is this a revenge game for Chris Paul? Um, yeah. I, I'm going to say it's a revenge game only because of the way he went out um, in the terms of he recruited, I believe, had a lot to do with the recruiting of Kevin Durant, obviously, and that was supposed to be their year, their team to win it all. They fell short, obviously, last year, and now you move me out and bring in a whole other player, Bradley Bill, younger player, and now y'all got the the big three, the real big three, in uh, Booker, Bill, and uh, Durant, and I'm out here with another team with players that I'm playing with that don't like me or care too much for me. Now I have to, you know, fit into their system and do the things that they do and play against my former team, which it was supposed to be us. I know he's looking at that team like, that's supposed to be me out there with you guys. Um, you have to feel like so that, you, though. It, like, you have to feel like that. And, yeah, it's a, it would be a so revenge game. Does it go to Bradley Bill? Like, how does it feel to be me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be at. Um, but yeah, I, I hope it is it, it, that type of game because uh, you're dealing with a lot of good players on either side. Um, obviously, we know who the Warriors are and what they've done. The Suns are trying to get that first ring. They got a, two guys, two new guys in particular that are trying to, and Kevin Durant trying to um, win without playing with Golden State as well. And you got Bradley Bill that's chasing his first one and Booker that's chasing their first one. So yeah, yeah. we're in for a good one. I mean, if you're a basketball fan, how you not love the matchup they have tonight? NBA did a good job of scheduling these games the way they did, man. I'm, I'm excited, bro. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm <laughs> super excited. And then to be honest with you, I got Phoenix beating the Warriors. I feel like they hungry. They send a message. Um, even though they're not the I, defending I champions, that. I can see them coming out like, we here. This is the team we wanted. This is the team we assembled. We got rid of a guy in Chris Paul for this, and, and, and we're going to make a statement tonight. No, I, I, can, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, I can see that. Uh, mainly because Javon Green is not playing, and I think that has something to do with it because I think uh, the the way that the game is going to be played for Washington, uh, I'm sorry, Washington, the Warriors – he initiates the offense a lot of times. But they got and, Chris Paul to do that. Listen, take away, listen, take away listen, the rebounding listen, and all that. Listen, That's listen. Chris Paul's but, game. All right, but listen. Floor generator. Listen, listen what I'm saying. All right, Draymond is the guy who facilitates that offense. He's hey. been doing that for the last 10-plus years. They've been winning with him for the last 10-plus years. There was talks about uh, Chris Paul come off the bench because of they already have somebody being the ball handler, which is Draymond, then Stephen Curry, yes. right? So now that Draymond's out of the picture for the next couple weeks, Chris is starting the game. Does he start when Draymond comes back? How does that go back and forth? Because the guy, I can't see Chris Paul play, hey, uh, you know, da 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 And then Draymond's like, you just got here. What you I mean? think they like, – you, No, you can talk to young guys like that, but you can't talk to, us, talk to us like that. We've been doing this without you and winning without you. This is what we do. Listen, man, shout out to Chris Paul. He one of the best floor generator, floor facilitators the game has ever seen. I think when Draymond comes back, I think you still put both of them out on the court together. I think that 
when they when they're when they're ready to run and gun and ready to go and Draymond got the ball, he bringing the ball up the court. Let him do that in the half court setting. That's more so where Chris Paul comes from because you got Steph Curry in the half court. A lot of times we've seen last year where he had to do a lot to get open for his shot. He had to he had to be the floor generator. He had to facilitate the rock and try I mean, to be not, not one of the, no. and try to be their uh, leading scorer on not, that team not, not the in the half court setting. You, you take that away, and now you got Chris Paul who. The best to do it when it comes to that and can set up Steph Curry in that matter. And then you still got the defensive presence of a Draymond Green, uh, and who also a great rebounder. You put them both on the floor together, and I think you just, you know, you got a, a really, really nice starting five. And Chris Paul probably don't want to run a gun as much as this late in his career anyway. So you let you let Draymond do that. Just like when he did you, that with KD when he got to. mad that's at him for the play. He's going to have to. That's how the Warriors play. So he fits in. I think you just let – I think Chris Paul takes that and, like, I'm going to fit in. When they – in the half-court setting, that's when I'm going to do my thing. So, so that's when he been – that's when he really worked out anyway. So you telling me you think that Draymond is going to get the rebound and look around for Chris Paul, no, and I'm, then be no. in the corner because, like, no, what, 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 without without uh, you just heard me say he gets the ball, and he brings it up. Draymond no. would get the rebound and bring it up like with, he normally with, does with Chris Paul. With Chris Paul, no, I don't. You see have that. Chris Paul running, running, running the wing with. But I just said he, Clay. I just said he can't run yeah. like that. So if he can't run like that, he got to bring the ball up. And I don't see Draymond. So you're not really worried about only people you really worried about is Stephen Clay, right? At this point, no, because if Draymond doesn't have the ball in his hand, you can't put him in the corner because he's not a shooter like that. So uh, if Draymond's not having the ball, he's not. He's if, not a shooter like that. Draymond, he's not effective no more. If he doesn't have the ball to start the offense and facilitate, and you can't you can't stick him in the corner because he's now a non-factor for that team by him by him being a corner guy. That's what you're saying. So again, it would be. Literally, Draymond passing the ball to Chris because he can't run a gun like that and get stuck in the, in the corner. I see what you're saying. They may do that. They may have Chris Paul come in with the second unit. I don't see that happening. I, I mean, just being Chris Paul being one of them dudes. I remember when Melo, uh, they had made a comment when he got traded to OKC about him coming off the bench. Yeah, he said. And he no. said, "Who? Yeah, uh, they talking about coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. You know the comment he made. I don't. I think Chris Paul is in that same breed of like, yeah, I'm not coming off the bench. And I think the Warriors can make it work with them two on the floor. Make it work, or I think they could be successful with them on the floor. Oh, you think so? Both of them on the floor. Think, we'll see what they do. Uh, they, they, you know, they're not going to compromise with Chris Paul. Obviously, they have a lot of battles over the years, so yeah. I don't think they just compromise. I mean, Draymond. So they will like come him. out. And put their best lineup in. And I think their best lineup is having both of them on the floor. I mean, Draymond said he didn't like them in the past. So, you see if they kind of rekindle that relationship and uh, go from there. But uh, it was something that you said in the next topic. Something you said in a group text the other day. So, I wrote it down. It was. Well, I spoke the truth. Nah. No. Um, you said, Wimby will have a better career than LeBron James. I may have said Elaborate. that I don't remember, Elaborate. but I do know I Elaborate. did say Wimby will have a better first year than LeBron James. Well, we already said um, that in the last. I don't know if I said episode. career. He probably will have a better career than you said LeBron. Career. You said career, but I think he will have a better first year than LeBron. Um, come on, man! It's really I mean, He's not playing tonight. I wish they would have started with him. The the, the next no. face of the league. No, Hear me out. The next face of the league. I think Wimby. So this is what I was where I was coming from. LeBron James was a six eight six nine high school kid coming out, where physically he was more gifted than the people at his position. 
more talented, more physically gifted, and he was able to dominate a little bit early on in his first year in his, in his league. I think Wimby is the same. Wimby is like nothing we've ever seen. We've already seen footage of teams prepping for Wimbyama with the with the high hand over that the shot. That is cap. That is cap. That is cap. That drill has been going on for years. We that was, drill has we been was, going on for we years. We were doing that but in college. Extending, that is cap. That, dream, that drill is old. I, I that agree. is cap. But you're preparing. They're now preparing higher now. You you have to prepare for this seven foot three. Listen, this is my point. They're preparing for this rookie, this seven foot three rookie who moves better than anybody that's ever been seven feet, including Shaq. You you brought the the drill up. I'm like that's cap because we were doing this drill. Back when I was playing, that's why I say that's cap. No, I didn't say this the first year they invented. I just, said they just invented like, it for a winner. Oh, they standing there practicing. They're already practicing. They was doing that with Porzingis too, but nobody said anything about that. Uh-huh. They was doing that with Bobo, but nobody said anything about that. When they who did when they was doing that for Bobo? Yeah, when Bobo Bobo was uh, nice too. By the way, who right. who when he came out, I was saying he's going to be like KD, but a little bit taller. He's right. actually and, he, and he's playing tonight. He's with him now. I think that's going to definitely help his growth yeah, yeah. as a player. I hope so. But shout out to Bobo. Like people do sleep on him. I think um, he'll get better, and we'll start talking about him more. Obviously, right now the face of the he might be the face right now. They are going to market this kid like Wimby? they Wimby, yeah. They're going to market him. I mean, he, he's one of the faces. I mean, he's still he's got, one of the faces already. Yeah, I mean, he, he, LeBron's going to be the face as long as he's playing. You still have uh, uh, the next up, which would be Luca. Uh, Jason Tatum. But let me just add to my argument about Wimby. Wimby, he's moving. He's a seven foot three player. He's a little, little small kid, but he does. He, he blocks like Giannis. He moves a little. He shoots better than Giannis. He shoots the jumper he better. He shoots than a lot better than Giannis. He's yes. got a one two pull up better than Giannis. But he's not dominant he mo- like Giannis. He's not dominant yet. He's getting his feet wet. He, no, I, 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 I got you. I got you. It took a while for Giannis. When Giannis like was in, a, when Giannis first year, Giannis didn't look like that his first year. Giannis was a deer when he was running up at court. You know, he was doing his thing, but he didn't look like that. Now he hadn't played his first game yet, but we've seen a lot you of the preseason because of Milwaukee Bucks. Or that's just kind of come on, man. I'm, <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks deer. He running. Come all right, on, all right, man. All right, all right. But anyways, he don't move. He didn't move the way this kid moves uh, early on his first year. He's got these different types of packages at seven foot three that, you know, he's gonna be he's gonna be something to record with. And they already marketing him to be like that, and he has the game in my mind to back it up. Can he stay healthy? Is going to be the question. Um, he's a little bit on the smaller side for his size and height, um, but if he can stay healthy and, and continue to get better, he's got a great coach in Coach Popovich his first oh, yeah. year. Something oh, yeah. LeBron didn't have. I think yeah. Brown started off with Paul Silas, who's a great coach in his own. LeBron right. has not had a legendary coach at all. Silas wasn't a legendary coach. He has not had a legendary coach at all in his twenty-one years. Okay, more to my point and argument. That's why when we have because he's starting off with a Hall of Fame coach in Popovich with the San Antonio Spurs. But listen, man, I'm excited for this year. This is one of the Better years that I think the NBA is going to have. I feel like every year is a good year, but this is like one of those years. We've got a lot of good teams. Um, I think you had uh, a couple teams that you are going to mention as far as your sleeper teams, uh, a couple comeback players, your predictions for MVP and and, and things of that nature. So, Yeah, I mean, um, so So since we're talking about them, we got rookie of the year and our predictions for that. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not even going to go out on a limb. I think it's just a four four, – foregone thing, foregone conclusion, rather, that Wimby will be the rookie of the year. 
right. think just the hype around him, the NBA is obviously going to market him like crazy. He's going to probably just win Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. So that's my pick for Rookie of the Year. Who you got for Rookie so, of the Year? So my thing is, it, it came down. Or Chad Holmgren. I forgot about Chad. It came down to those two. Shout out to Chad. He's, he's it came down good. to those two uh, between um, uh, Chet and Wimby. And I was going back and forth with this. Because they both look good. They both look good in the Kind of like a LeBron Miller thing. They both look good. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with either one. I don't know how close Wimby is, to be honest with you. Uh, but I, I did give the edge to Wimby just because of him being a freak of nature. But See, I give the edge Chet, just because of the NBA marketing. Because Chet is like, they're like the same but I can type also, of player but physically. I, I can also say that Chet can have the edge because he had a whole year in the league. Yeah. He knows how it works and he knows how players are. Yeah. And I can see him having the edge. So I was going back and forth with this. But since you said Wimby, I'm going to go ahead and go with Chet. All right? I'm going to have to go opposite with you. You got Chet rookie of the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, defensive player of the year, who you got? Because um, why are you thinking about it? I got Evan Mobley from Cleveland. He mm-hmm. finished third last year behind Jaron Jackson and Brooke Lopez. But uh, I think he's going to have a, a breakout year this year because, um, you know, he's teamed up with uh, Jarrett uh, as well in, uh, in Cleveland. And it's going to be I – th- I think he's going to be a, a very good candidate for a defense player of the year this year. Yeah, I'm going to let a few games go by. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really have a pick for defensive uh, player of the year right now. Uh, we'll see how a couple games go and who's turning up and who's doing what on defense. So I'm going to let a couple games go by. Okay. Um, what about your MVP? Mark me on that. My MVP, and I thought about this, um, and I thought about the different players that's been moved and the types of situations that they're in. I'm going to have to go with Dame Lillard. For MVP? I think Dame Lillard goes. He ain't in, never I been an MVP he talk. He ain't never been an MVP talk. And you trying to tell me he's going to be an MVP talk over his teammate who's two-time MVP. Look, Dame Dollar's on a mission. He's, he's now playing. Ain't? They're both on a mission, but uh, – Dame has to talk about him not like you said not being in MVP talks, not having a ring. He's chasing that. He's hungry. He's now finally playing with that second yeah, star. He's chasing that ring. He ain't chasing no MVP. Hey man, you asked me for my pick. I, I did. I did. I, I was, got Dame Dollar. I thought you gonna make a smart one. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got, bro? Uh, Giannis. I think you uh, got his teammate Giannis. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Got, so, that's, what, okay. that's what I said. I was like, how you going to have somebody who's never been in MVP talk over a two-time MVP already? And the thing is, uh, but jo- Dame Joker. was in MVP talks cause, just because of the team he was playing for. They wasn't getting a lot of airtime. Dame was doing a lot of MVP type things, clutch performances, the numbers, everything. Like, he could have easily been an MVP. If he was with, like, the Lakers or one of the big-time market teams, nah, he would have been in nah. MVP talks. He, he, was, he was doing um, he was doing first round, I mean, uh, first team, all, all NBA things. He wasn't doing no MVP Try to take that tag off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to slide it off. A little sidebar, too. These cigars are phenomenal. They're, yeah, good, good look, Sean. Good these sh- are some good yeah, cigars, Yeah, man. good look, Sean. I can, I can uh, definitely um, see myself smoking these in the, in the future. So, so you said you got Giannis. Yeah, I got Giannis. So your sleeper team. Dang, it's 12 to 18 already. 18, 12. Come on now. Big old number first. Uh, sleeper team. You're going you gonna to chill out with that. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Dallas Mavericks as my sleeper team. There's not a lot of talks around them. That's not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. Um, they're still working with one of the best players in the NBA, in my opinion, Kyrie Irving. Obviously, Lucas, that guy as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's not a lot of hype around them. And, and they got the talent. They got the, uh, you know, they got the uh, – um, second year coming in under their belt with them too as a tandem playing yep, together. Yep, yep. No hype around them. I think they beat a lot of teams this year under the radar. For sure. 
Um, Shout out to Kyrie. Like, Kyrie's legit, like, one of my favorite players. He reminded me of that, uh, uh, of Kobe Bryant in a little bit, uh, how he takes over the game, how he can score at will, um, his ball handling skills, balls. Um, and then he's playing alongside Luka Doncic. So, shout out to the Mavericks. That's my sleeper. So, for me, I'm going to go with uh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Oh, my God. Can we they, they go were, with your home team? Well, first of all, they were not sleeper really. Sleeper to do what? They're not really my home team since they got a team after I left home. But the fact that this team has a lot of young guys, especially SGA, who was ESPN's top ten. Somehow he did a deal with Kim Kardashian's new skims, whatever. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. But he got a deal. Hey, they got a lot of young players on that team, and then on top of that, they got 37 picks for like the next like seven years. How crazy is that? That's super crazy. I, <laughs> I think it's like 34 picks, whatever. But Anything 30, over 20 picks. 34 picks over the next seven years. Like, that's how crazy is that? Crazy. <laughs> I was like, you got to sleep, But sleeper for this year, though. Yeah, but my sleeper for this year, they, they were, um, they was in the, the, the play-in game. No, no, no. I think they was actually uh, seven in the West this year. And um, I think they have a chance to actually uh, kind of um, bump up this year. But I think they have a really good team. Now they're adding check with the team as well. Yeah. I think they have a chance to do something. Um, I'm not saying they're going to be like you know, top four in the West, but I like them as a contender, how everybody slept on Sacramento last year. So Sacramento sleeper just been a contender? Well, I mean, if you're in playoffs, you're all contenders. Anything, anything can happen in playoffs. I'm saying they're going to be kind of like what Sacramento was last year. Nobody thought mm-hmm. about Sacramento because Sacramento only had one game on uh, national TV. That's a good and Sacramento one. was like, what, number two in the West? Right. Yeah. No, no, Sacramento, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that. now everybody knows what Sacramento can do, so it won't be as big as a surprise this year. And then uh, the next one is Coach of the Year. Do you have a, a pick or you don't have a pick? Um, I don't have a pick right now. Again, I'm going to see how the year goes, but I think it's going to be obviously one of the teams that has the better records. <laughs> or if not the best record, I like, that's how it goes. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, like, that's how it works. I, mean, <laughs> I think it's gonna be a team that's gonna win most games. <laughs> you know, listen, this cigar is good. Man. Relax. Um, uh, for me, um, I'm. Are I'm oh, you? Oh, you're not finished. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh man, you got the own right. cigar room T-shirt. Hey. <laughs> no, so uh, I think you. I think we know who you're gonna pick, but uh, I'm still waiting. So I say I'll say I'm still waiting. So, for me, it came down to Oklahoma City's coach, uh, oh Mark God. Dagnart. Oklahoma uh, Dagnart. City. And then, teams, and then uh, Frank Vogel for the Suns. I think Frank Vogel, who did a lot of good things in Indiana, and when he went to L.A., he didn't get the credit he deserved because LeBron was on the team. And they said LeBron was actually running everything. I think now that he has another chance to do something without LeBron, I think we're going to see – some good things from him with this Phoenix Suns team. I mean, they, they're stacked as well. I mean, they have uh, the, the big three. They got Bobo on the team. Uh, they got um, Eric Gordon on the team. I mean, they got a lot of a lot of pieces around KD to get things done. So those are my two picks for uh, Coach of the Year. So I wouldn't be surprised if either, either one of them, you know, wins Coach of the Year. Okay. Not mad at that. You want to talk about the last question on it? Uh, what's it, the best comeback player? Yeah, that's that's the one I uh, really want to get into. So, best comeback player, we uh, got a few players here that we feel like uh, could have a good comeback year, and who we think will have a better comeback. So, we got Ben Simmons yep. with the Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn Nets. Zion Williamson, Mister Pay Your Rent, uh, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, 
low managing is what I got on So yeah, Ben Simmons, Zion Williamson, Paul George, or Kawhi. Who you got for a comeback player of the year? Uh, uh my heart want me to go with Zion so bad, but he disappoints me. So, uh, so for me, I'm looking at the list right now, and Ben Simmons. He always looks good in the preseason. He looks good in the preseason. Summer, and then all of a sudden, something happens where I don't know. Hopefully, it changes, but we, we'll see. Uh, Zion. Zion, I want to go with Zion as well. Um, what's stopping me is we haven't seen Zion do a full season. He didn't do a full season in the NBA. He hasn't done a full season at Duke. Last time he played full season was, what, high school? So I don't yeah. know how well he can stay healthy. He looks good body-wise and everything. He lost weight. He looks good. I don't know if that's going to translate over to staying healthy all year round. I don't know if that t- translates to him kind of stopping and trying to duck on the whole team every time he gets in the paint. Look, I'm uh, going to go with Zion as well, but we know he got a, a few distractions that he had going on last year that came to light over the summer. Um, I wasn't talking about that. Mariah Mills <laughs> and all this other stuff about, you know, hey, hey, I mean, a lot these of pl- women. A lot of players shout has, out to everybody that's involved. A lot of players have that same uh, distraction too. So A lot of players have a distraction, but it came out to light. That's something he had to deal with publicly. A lot of players don't often have to deal with it publicly like that. Not like Not that. Not that. like that, no. So he was dealing with that another way. Um, again, I want to go with Zion Williamson. I think Zion Williamson should probably be the comeback player of the year. He, he – Listen, when he's on the court, crazy, crazy. He puts up the, uh, the puts up the all star numbers like he like he needs to. Um, ben Simmons is another one too that I, like I really I just want him to be a comeback player. Like I want him to be nice this year because like you know we've seen him kind of fall from grace a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. He was you know one of those guys who were all star player, um, really really phenomenal talent. So you kind of want him kind of bounce back. You oh. hate to see that type of player. All like that, um, but we haven't talked about but, Kawhi. Listen, Kawhi Leonard—he's the only one that's a champion. Is on a champion. That's a comeback. A three-time champion wild. at that. A three-time champion on, on top of that. You got him for comeback. And the, yeah, I do because he hasn't played in a full season in a while. Uh, I think where well, this is like going on three years now, going to the fourth year, where he's had a situation where. He tells the team that he's not ready, but the team said he is ready. Right. Or the doctor says something, and he's like, no, I'm going to go get my own doctor and you know, kind of go back and forth. And then he has load management issues. So I think that this has to be the year he got to take all the other BS society and has to play the whole year wow, because if he doesn't play the whole year, I don't think he gets the same grace because you're not the same player anymore. I mean, the guy, he might be, what, early 30s? I don't know. You got to fact check that. Uh, I think he's like my age. So. So say he's thirty two, he's he's missed you know twenty nine, thirty, thirty one years. You know, so if he, he comes back, a healthy, if he right? comes back healthy, he could be a twenty nine year old. Technically, right? Technically, he, be, he probably should feel that way. If he, if he um, comes back healthy, differently. If he comes back theoretically, healthy, yeah. he should be able to basketball wise. Like he should be a twenty nine year old, but I don't know how well his body's going to uh, come back from several. Surgery. So kind of like why I don't pick them is because, like as you mentioned, there he is a three-time champion. He is he he has reached the pinnacle of NBA success in those regards. Um, these other players haven't yet even gotten to their full potential. I think mm-hmm. other than Paul George, we have Paul George listed here, but yeah. we haven't seen the best. I don't think of Zion Williamson, and we haven't seen the best of Ben Simmons. So if I had to pick, I'll probably go with Ben Simmons. So. I probably go with Ben Simmons. With all that I said, I think 
I, I have to go with my guy Zion. Yeah. I think Zion. I think Zion. Uh, he, the, I'm saying his, his body looks well. He looks fit. He looks a lot slimmer. Remember they said they had to teach him how to walk one year. Crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know how much like, that kind of goes into it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, they were talking about how he kind of does a little waddle and everything like that. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, he's been walking like that his whole life. And because still he has, been, like, some type of distortment in his, like, one leg is longer than another or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something, I mean. but the, he jumps the, awkwardly. The, the guy's been playing powerful his whole life, and you yeah. know, and just you know, who he's been. But yeah. I think uh, I think Zion Williamson might be the, the best comeback player this year. Outside of uh, the ones we kind of mentioned with uh, Ben Simmons, uh, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. So that's what I'm going to go with as well. And then we can go ahead and go into our next topic. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, that is crazy. What What we got? That is crazy. So what we have... I'm not sure if uh, you guys seen this stuff with IG, but there was this young lady who was in the car with a young guy on the first date. And she got to this establishment, and the guy gets out of the car to open the door. She pulls out her phone and says, I know he don't think I'm going to go ahead and be going to a chain restaurant like Cheesecake Factory on a first date. So he tries to open the door, and she doesn't open it. about, you uh, What's going on? He's like, you're basically refusing to get out. You want me to open the door? He's like, no, uh, I know we're not going to go you know, to Cheesecake Factory on the first date. He said, are you recording me? He said, yeah, I'm recording you. I'm like, All right, let's go ahead and talk about it. He gets back in the car. He was like, what's wrong with che- Cheesecake Factory? It's a chain restaurant. And he was like, which they didn't post it originally. He said this in the second video. He's like, hey, um, I had reservations to a nicer place, but you were an hour late. So I had to scramble to find something else, and Cheesecake Factory was what I came up with. And now that I see this is how you are, I'm going to take you home. And then she gets mad talking about, oh, this is something we can talk about. We can't just work this out, whatever. And like, no. Yeah, I credit credit him for even, oh, I'm going to take you home. Because some people be like, hey, find your own ride, get an Uber or something, whatever. But the fact that she tried to put him on blast... Made to me made me look at her like, yo. I thought a first date is all about trying to get a connection with the person. It doesn't matter what y'all doing. It's trying to get a connection. If y'all have a connection, then you can go go forward to a nice place to eat. But a lot of women nowadays, See, I don't even think of it like that. I think I I do agree with you. It is to get a connection. Uh-huh. But based on how I'm feeling and the, and the vibes, the first date could be something really nice or it could be something regular. I don't think it has to be just a general type of place I take you on the first date. If I if I'm if I was gonna go here anyway, well I wanna impress you. Cause like a lot of times a guy will want to impress the female and they, like he said he already had a nicer restaurant or whatever. So right. my thing is this I had never seen that with women. Have you ever been on a date yeah. where yeah. someone yeah. was upset yeah. because of the place you took them? So I've never seen I, that. I'm I'm telling you right now, um when I started dating again and I was out living in LA a lot of these girls, especially in L.A., were trying to do a lot of nicer places because I get it. We're in, the I, look. We're in the IG world, so oh, I want to take pictures. I want to go ahead and do this. I want to be, you know, put on my Instagram stories and uh, show how people are treating me, blah, 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 that type thing. Whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, like, no, you're trying to get a free mail. You're trying to get a free picture. <laughs> and I was like, no. The whole point to me 
was to get, get to know to that you know get to know that person. If I can't get to know you, whether it be something small as walking in the park or going to a restaurant, the point is to get to know that person, not to use a person to get a free meal. And a lot of women are trying to use that person to get a free meal. And that's what I have an issue with. Get the look, get the post. Right, right. And that's what I have an issue with. And then they'll post something and then it'll just be like them and their food or whatever, which is fine. But... Like let that be known. I mean, listen. If you I'm no, dealt if it with, be known, I'm dealt go, with go yourself. Who, but then a lot of, a lot of them like, don't can't go themselves because they, they want to wait for somebody else to pay for the bill. I mean, like like the one girl who had um, went on a date. She ate forty eight oysters. You have to go straight though. Forty. He says wild though. Yeah, she ate forty eight oysters and then wind up um, uh, ordering an appetizer, an entree, and dessert, and do went to the bathroom and left. And made her pay the bill. It's like, you know, where you go? Like, I came to give you drinks and get to know you. You order a whole buffet, you know, type meal. And I wasn't really down for that. Yeah. But I think in that thing, she came up or somebody came up with a list of not to take women. On yeah. yeah. If, if you're a guy or whatever, which I didn't notice. It so, uh, so the woman, uh, a woman came out with a list of not to go on the first dates. Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle. Olive Garden, the movies, your house, any fast food chain. I like the movies. I'm sorry. I, I heard the <laughs> Buffalo movies. Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, any buffet, IHOP, Denny's, the gym, church, Starbucks, coffee dates, ice cream dates, family functions, movie night including Netflix, Hulu, etc. Somewhere that requires a long drive, bowling, nightclubs, hookah bar, a bar for just drinks, Waffle House, and sporting events. And I'm like, dang. I disagree so, with so, that. It's a lot of that. I'm like, where, where do you go? I'm like agreeing with you. Like, yeah, I don't, so, so, don't want to take you there. But where do you go? There's a lot of places on. What do you mean? Where do you go? Basically, these if, are like. If, if these all know, where do you go? If bro, these it's all a know. lot of nicer restaurants. I kind of get that. I won't take a girl. You ain't going to take a girl to Applebee's. Come on now. Chipotle. Two for 20? Nah. If you really Two trying to impress, like, come on, we men, bro. As a man, if you I'm, really you know, like a girl, you're going to try to take her listen, to a place to listen, impress listen. her. Let's not I, get it confused. I, I, I'm joking. I'm joking. But some of these places, but, like the movies, fucking bowling, like so, we can go there. So I, I'm joking, like, but I think the point is to get to know that person. I don't think it's more about that place you're at. I think it's more about trying to get a connection. That's my feeling. I think it's about getting a connection as well. And also, like, some of these are activities. Like, if I just enjoy going bowling or enjoy going to the movies, that's something I like to do. I'm going to bring you into my world of something that if we are to be together long term, we're going to be doing these types of things anyways. Now, the restaurants, I, I do agree. If I'm going to press you, like, I'm and I'm really into you, I'm not going to take you to IHOP. What's on there? Buffet, like, that's wild. <laughs> that's mad wild. But I mean, I, I don't think as a woman, if you also are – into that guy that's taking you somewhere. But I don't think you should complain. What is wrong with Cheesecake Factory and uh, Chili's and the Olive Garden? I mean, what, what is wrong with like, going to a sporting event? I mean, I nah, think... sporting the, event is wild because we can just go to the game. No, I'm saying I oh, agree. Oh, we can oh, just oh, go oh. to a game. I'm going to say, like, you know, I think for me, I think a great, a great first date is like a Dave & Buster's. Something that, where you can be involved. I think that's a great first date where you can get to know that person see that personality come out with that person mm-hmm. and you can still be able to get drinks, food, right. whatever you mean, you know, whatever. But right. I think that's a great first date because there's a lot of fun activities you can do. You can get to know that person. It's not a movie where you got to not, not talk. 
you can actually get to know that person, kind of you know, talk noise. Like I said, the real, the real personality comes out. But yet, on this list, you can't do none of that stuff. Yeah, I, this is just what I'll say, and I can conclude with this. If you are a woman, if you are a guy, if you guys are dating for the first time, you're on your first date, if you're really genuinely into this person, and you guys have probably been potentially talking up into that point, and then you have come to agreement, we're going to go somewhere. Don't complain about the place. Like, the first date is always not indicative of, like, the type of date you would go on. It's just simply, it's the first time we interact with outside of our homes, outside of on the phone. We're out somewhere together. Don't complain about it because it's just to get a connection. It's just to get to know you further. And you let me know who you are when you don't the tend issue, to though. go to somewhere. We don't the- decide to get out of the car. You let me know exactly what type of woman you are and how this is going to go in the future. So you do... He, he was nice driving hard. You get left there, sweetheart. Listen, yeah, yeah, bus, I mean, the A train is up the Hey, can, I'm telling you, yeah. But it that's the culture we're in. Like, everybody, everybody's trying to do IG culture. They want to post whatever's going on, wherever they see, wherever they're ordering. And it's all about them and what they can post and not about the other person or how the connection is. It's all about, oh, I need to know what kind of dinner I'm going to have and right. what kind of place I'm going to be at. So I can tell my friends, tell, tell the people that friends, I don't care I about do that's following me on my, my thing. And I think that's the issue that we always have to go through. And it's it, it just crazy to me. Right. You're not, looking, you're not thinking about long term and like what this relationship is going to be. I mean, and, and me and my girl, we have this kind of talks all the time and sense of like how people perceive versus how things actually are. Mm-hmm. Things could actually be great. But in the midst of like how they actually are, you're going to have like, you know, the parts where you're not so like into as much, but the overall goal is us being together, us being in a relationship. It goes beyond what I can tell my friends, what I can post, the glitz and the glamour. Like right. it goes beyond that. If you're dealing with a woman that you know is not willing to um, understand and accept that, then you know you're not gonna like the cheesecake factory on the first date. Stay yeah. on. No, I feel you. I feel you. Subscribe now. So our next yo that's crazy talk uh, topic is gonna be. Uh, Shaq came out and said that he's vouching for Robert Horry to be uh, a Hall of Fame guy. And he's not a Hall of Fame. As we know, Robert Horry, known for Big Shot Bob, uh, a lot of his clutch plays in the playoffs for his teams that he's played for, Houston Rockets, San Antonio Spurs, and as well as the Los Angeles Lakers, won seven rings. Who he's won rings for each of those teams. Seven rings total he has. And... He's saying that he should be Hall of Fame. Do you think a guy who averaged seven points for his career should be Hall of Fame? Um, yes. Uh, a guy that averaged seven points for his career that had seven rings should be in the Hall of Fame. Also because he was a major contributor to a lot of these rings. He might not have been a full game contributor, but they call him Big Shot Bob for a, re- for a reason. Mm-hmm. He hit Big Shot Big shots in big games a lot of times. So, yeah. and a lot of teams would get Robert, or he was like one of those players where we need when we need this clutch point or we need a kick out three for you know to win big games. He was the guy we called upon. He wasn't just like a guy we got in a trade. We went out and sought after that type of player, and that type of player uh, was able to get seven rings for their prospective team or excuse me, respective teams that he played for. Robert Orr should one hundred percent be in the Hall of Fame. There's people who's in the Hall of Fame. For a whole lot less than what it, I think we we get hung up on we, is we, the seven point average. Okay, I was that's say, where we get hung up. I, I was going to say so. When you say but less, do you mean less as in uh, the less points? in rings too? 
There's not. I don't know how many no, no, seven no, point there, guys there, are there, in the there's Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what we get hung yeah, up yeah. on. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of guys that have won a ring that's in the Hall of Fame. That's but, they but, have, but, but yeah. they average thirty. Yeah. Right. Right. So again, even though that you're not a major part of that team, you have had key moments for these teams. That yeah. That right there. Pretty much outdoes Robert the rest Ory of the, was that kickout guy. But that, he was that, that, that guy that outdoes the rest of the game. Like if he doesn't do anything all uh, all game, and then it's like one time he was with uh, the Lakers. He, a, he, he didn't do any, he, he didn't do one he didn't do anything all game, and then they threw the ball back to him at the top of the key. And he was at the and tail he end shot of his career off the glass the too, and won the game for him. He shot off the glass and won the game for him. That was like his only three points of the game, but, whatever. But again, that was one of his last teams that he played for. The Lakers put him in the game. They picked him up for that reason, though. Mm-hmm. Just to be on the court for when situations like that happen. And what happened? He delivered. Every team that he played for, he delivered. The man got seven rings. Yeah, and, I, I, and I know. He got seven I know, rings. I, he got seven rings. And he also, like like I said, like I mentioned, he also was the reason a lot of these teams won. Like I, I'm going to pull up what he averaged um, for the earlier teams. Because I'm sure over the end of his – when he – over the end of his career, he was not able to score as much because you didn't need him yeah, to score. Go, 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 ahead, go ahead and pull up what he, uh, what he averaged uh, in his, uh, his prime because my thing is when I saw the seven points a game, I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, is it really a Hall of Fame type when you weren't really that key of a player throughout the those Laker runs, which I remember him from. I don't remember so him So his from. Rockets years, he averaged um, in 92-93 as a rookie. He averaged 10. All right. I'm sorry. I'm not sure if that was a rookie year or not. In 92-93, he averaged 10 with the Rockets. The next year, he averaged 9. The following year, 10. And then the following year, which I think is his highest point average, was 12. Um, But he definitely run a ring uh, so, two rings with that. So after that, that does it go down after that? It goes down after that. It goes into like um, – so the following year, his last year with the Rockets, he played for the Suns that following year where he averaged 6.9. And then he went to the Lakers for the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years where he averaged like seven, seven. seven points. His highest point total was his first year with nine, and then he averaged seven on out. And then he so, finished his career with San Antonio. So reading that – Where he won a ring yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean – it was Tim Duncan, Sean Elliott. I mean, I don't know Sean. Yeah, Sean Elliott. And like again, he wasn't the major focus. So on, again, on can a guy who's not really a major focus be a Hall of Fame? Despite him having to be on good teams, can he be Hall of Fame? I'm saying yes, just because the end goal was the ring. I'm a big rings guy. Like when you when you got seven on your resume, I mean, the most was what uh, Russell with eleven. Yeah, but like he got seven chips. I would rather have a Robert Ory to complete my team than to start my team with one of those players who averaged a lot but never won. So let me ask you this: If he's a Hall of Fame guy, is there anybody that's a Hall of Fame that you will have Robert Ory over? It depends on the current class that's up for you know um, Hall of Fame talks, or I can't think of nobody right now that's in the Hall that. Um, well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, right I mean, like, I'm, but I don't know everybody. That's in the you will have guys that you will think that's Hall of Fame. But, oh, yeah, this guy's better than the other guy that's Hall of Fame. I mean, like, like a Shaq. A Shaq is going to be better than, like, a, a Bill Russell. But they play in two different times. Right. Do you think a Robert Horry can be compared Oh, yeah, to- 100%. Robert Horry is better than a lot of players that first started in the 50s, 60s, 70s. 
I don't listen. You know how I feel about that era. Right. He's he's better than a lot of just probably even without the big shots and all that. He's probably just better than a lot of players in Bill Russell era. Well, I mean, honestly, I don't know his game like that because I, I can't I can't think of him doing a an actual move. It was more so spot up shoot, shooting for Robert Warrior. That's what I, I remember him as. I don't remember him as you know. I can take somebody off. I the think dribble, there's a debate, a conversation around Robert Warrior being in the Hall of Fame. Mm, mm. So I mean, he's been it's been. Uh, well, you, what he, did you he, say? He's been retired for how long now? He's been out the league for a while now. He's yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if he's a Hall he's of Fame. Twenty years, probably. and I, I'm not a big ring guy. So he last was with the Spurs in '08. So what's that? Fifteen years. So I'm not a big ring guy, but the fact that I don't think I, I don't I don't know if he's Hall of Fame. I think he was a benefit of a lot of good teams. That he was a key player on a. Specific time and but game. you went out and got Robert Orr. I'm I'm sure when those teams was like we got something here. What's the final piece? Robert Orr. And when they got him, a lot of those situations ended up with him hitting big shots to win I meaningful mean, games. Look at the Lakers last year. They went and got a few uh, supposedly shooters. That's and like um, these, these shooters didn't right. uh, didn't shoot well. Like the like when LeBron was with Miami, the Mike Millers of the world. The um, the Kyle Corvers and all that. Imagine if Kyle Corver just had eight rings and like he went team to team winning that. Like that's like the equivalent. You went out to get the shooter. That was Robert Ory. He was that times ten. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I think Robert Ory is not better than Kyle Corver as a player, but he was able to accomplish more on different teams in terms because of because he benefited from being on the good teams. Cor- Kyle, Kyle Corver, Kyle Corver did too. Kyle Corver wasn't on as many good teams as uh, Kyle Corver is a better basketball player than Robert Orr. Don't get me wrong. He's uh-huh. a better basketball player. Yeah. But in his latter years, he was the spot up guy that we needed to knock down big shots. And he was able to, what's his best uh, three point percentage? Uh, three point percentage. He's got here. It looks like 38. Looks like 38. Um, 30, this is best he year. did 38 in um, 03, 04 with Spurs. Okay. I want to say Kyle Corbett was in the 40s most of his career. Okay. 03, 04 was, you know, Shoot. a little a time. I, 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 think, uh, kinda... I think Mike Miller had better numbers. But how many rings Kyle Corbett got? Or Mike Miller got? One. Okay. And how many teams was he? he not how many teams saying, he was did, he able? How many teams was Mike Miller able to go to and win rings for them, you, or help them win rings? A lot right? of people can't go to teams to do that, though. All right, well, he did it <laughs> seven times. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So we have to. I think uh, it's an argument for it. Um, we have to agree to disagree with it. That it's not like he's not. I'm be honest with you. He's not like a. Yeah, he need to be in the Hall of Fame. He better be in the Hall of Fame if he's not it's a disgrace. No, but it is a conversation and a debate that should be around. I mean, like. It, if he was Hall of Fame, like, eh, okay. But if I'm over, like, oh, finish the left. No, that was LeBron. Nice. Um, but they're getting smacked right now. They're getting smacked. That's what I said. I told you they was going to come out. 26. I thought Denver's going to have, like, the hangover. I mean, it's, it's still early. You know, the basketball's the game runs. I'm telling you, they're coming fact, out like, this not a flute. We beat y'all. And, we have y'all number? For sure, huh? We have y'all number? We got y'all number. I mean, it's, it's early. I mean, it's yeah. NBA, anything yeah. happen, but they're beating them uh, 42 to 26 right now. Yeah, yeah. But it don't, okay. it don't look pretty. It don't look pretty. But Robert Ory, I mean, listen, you know, I, we have to ask some more people. I Listen, he came out in 92, 93. I was born in 90, so I wasn't able to see his first couple years, but I remember him on them Lakers teams. I remember him hitting that shot and 
they surrounded him like, yeah, we needed you bailed us out. He was a big part of that ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, he benefited from being on a great team. Oh lord! And he had a, a highlighted key factor. Every which player is a big shot. Him. If you won a ring, you were on a great team because you won a ring, obviously. Yeah, I mean, if you were not that guy, you benefited from being on a great team. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. That's true. I agree. But I think that concludes our episode. Hopefully, uh, you enjoy this. Uh, this episode was presented by Bet Online. Uh, so go ahead and check this out. Subscribe and uh, check it out to whatever platforms you have. And uh, we'll see you again uh, next week. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Cigar Room. Stay tuned for more episodes.